Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Today, we get to meet top real estate agent Lee Gotchman with the N. Garcia Properties of Keller Williams Capital Properties. It's so nice to see you, Lee. How are you? I am feeling fine as wine. <laughs> awesome. I love that. I love that. Uh, so to get things started, we want to hear a little bit about you. Um, tell me, how did you end up kind of as a real estate agent? How did you end up uh, with the N. Garcia Properties Group? And uh, how did you end up where you're at now? Yeah. So in 2016, I was fresh out of college and I took a job as a field organizer for a young woman who was running for Congress in Maryland. And I was responsible for managing interns and getting them engaged in issues impacting our generation. You know, things like healthcare, higher education, affordable housing. And I remember so vividly this freshman from George Washington University who came up to me almost in tears and she said, you know, I've done the research and purchasing a home is so out of reach. Millennials are drowning in student debt. They lack the savings for a reasonable down payment and lending requirements are way too restrictive. There's no hope for us. Why are we here? And I said, we're here to redeem the dream. <laughs> and since then, my mission has been to get young professionals off the sidelines and empower them to purchase their first home. So I teach a class every week on down payment assistance programs where I've met some of the most amazing people who I've had the privilege of helping this year. And I got to tell you, there's no greater feeling than knowing that you're giving people a platform to launch the life that they've always dreamed of. Mm. That's awesome. So that was kind of what sparked your interest into getting into real estate. So when you first had uh, became an agent, did you, yeah. were you, you know, kind of by yourself at all, or did you jump right into the N. Garcia group and, and how did that come about? Well, it's all about networking, right? So <laughs> I had a really good buddy of mine who mentioned that he's on this all-star team uh, in DuPont circle called N. Garcia properties. He, he said to me, you know, you got to go meet Carlos Garcia. He's this amazing mentor. He'll get you going. And, you know, I said, all right, sign me up. So, you know, I interviewed, I had a little bit experience uh, in sales beforehand, mostly on the campaign trail. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, the rest is history. That's awesome. I love that. Um, so what neighborhoods do you find yourself most frequently in? Yes. Anywhere specific? I know you said DuPont Circle, but are you in DC and Maryland, yeah. Virginia, or where are you specifically? The hottest neighborhoods right now in the district are Brookland, which I love. All those small coffee shops near Catholic University. Trinidad, it's popping right now. There's a lot of new construction and condo conversions going there. And uh, I'm also a big fan of the Navy Yard, um, probably mm. because I'm a Nats fan. <laughs> and I'm always <laughs> a good place out to be there. then. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of a uh, lot of fun stuff happening in that neighborhood as well. So, so you you tend to find yourself in the kind of sort of up and coming neighborhoods a lot of times. Yeah, I'm trying to play 4D chess here and you know see what's going to happen five years down the line. Um, and I have a lot of buddies in commercial real estate, so they're telling me about these projects that are coming up there. You know, and I'm introducing the uh, people to places that are going to grow in value dramatically mm -hmm. over the next couple of years. Um, one of the spots that a lot of people just don't talk about is um, a place called Deanwood, which is east of the river mm -hmm. uh, in Ward 7. And um, there's just a ton of, of beautiful single family and townhomes there uh, that people have gotten into. And 
I know that I'm putting them in good shape because, you know, we're seeing returns of like 8% year over year in that area. That's awesome. That's awesome. So out of all the different homes that you've been in, what would you say the craziest thing that you've ever seen in a home has been? You know what? This is probably a pretty easy one. Um, (laughs) I was in a home not too long ago um, and they, they mentioned something about the bathroom in the remarks on the MLS. And that's what sparked my curiosity. When I got there, um, I saw for the first time in my life, a uh, smart toilet. (laughs) What is a smart toilet? (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) So, you know, the moment that you walk into the bathroom, the, the toilet kind of just opens up. Okay. Presents itself. Uh, And there's, there's almost like a computer module, you know, attached to it. So, you know, it, it will do all sorts of crazy things. I think there's a seat warmer. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if it tells you the weather, you know, <laughs> read you um, a book, <laughs> right. Tell, you know, give, give me compliments, words of affirmation in the morning. I don't know. Um, but uh, I thought it was a really <laughs> odd yet intriguing uh, thing to see in a home. So um, I remember cracking up and just sending it over Snapchat to all my friends. Yeah. That's so funny. You know, it's one of those things like when you're, whether you're remodeling or moving into a house, like you're not thinking about how nice the toilet is, but if you see a really nice toilet, I'm right. sure that's like, that's a really like cool thing to have. <laughs> Why not yeah. have a smart toilet? Well, you know, they always say that the two most important parts of a home are the kitchen mm-hmm. and the bathrooms. And, you know, I, I can understand that. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. <laughs> So, um, all right. So getting into sort of a little bit more of the process, if I'm looking to buy a home, uh, what would you say the most important thing that I need to know would be? Number one thing that you have to know is that you don't need 20% uh, to put down on a home. So I teach a class every week about a program called DC Open Doors, Mm -hmm. which actually covers your minimum required down payment and provides you with 100% financing to purchase a home in DC. And I got to tell you, Lexi, it's a game changer. Um, about 85% of my clients, and I work pretty much exclusively with first-time home buyers uh, and investors looking to find affordable homes in DC. They've taken advantage of this program. Um, and I think the nice thing about it is, um, you know, they don't have to delay destiny anymore, right? They don't have to rent for another three or four years. Um, they can get in with 100% financing, close in 30 days, which gives them a competitive wow. edge. Um, you know, and, and, and begin that journey. Yeah, that's, that's incredible. And you had mentioned uh, working a lot with investors. So does that apply even for investors who it's not going to be their primary residence? Yeah. So after a year's time, uh, you can rent out uh, your home and start generating that rental revenue after you pay back the uh, down payment assistance loan. Um, It's really crazy because um, with a conventional loan, it's 3% with an FHA loan, three and a half percent. And the rest is covered by the bank. So, you know, investors and first-time home buyers alike, um, you know, would, would definitely want to take advantage of this program. Yeah. And that's still an incredibly low interest rate, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, so how about on the, on the flip side, if I'm looking to sell my home, what would you yeah. say the most important thing that I need to prepare for would be? Prepare for a deluge of offers. <laughs> <laughs> You're in DC, aren't you? <laughs> yes. This is the most competitive market um, that we've ever seen. Um, and it's just this crazy multitude of factors coming together, uh, low interest rates. Um, you know, inventory has actually increased uh, year over year, but there's just so many more buyers. Mm-hmm. So if you price it right, and this is something I do with surgical precision, then you're going to see escalations, you know, of, of 10, 20, $30,000 on your average home. 
Um, so, you know, prepare to be looking at an Excel sheet, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with, with five, 10, 15 offers, um, you know, and th- these are good things um, for sellers. Um, I don't think that there's been a better time um, to sell your home. And the reason is very simple. It's because um, when interest rates decrease, that puts upward pressure on, per- on price, mm-hmm. essentially what people can afford and feel comfortable right. to purchase. Um, you know, and that not only does it help buyers, but it certainly helps sellers in the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's such an important um, factor because as a person selling your home, especially if it's a home that you live in, um, it's good to know that, you know, you're kind of going to get flooded in a way of people wanting to come and see it and a bunch of different offers and stuff. And, you know, in this, in this time of the market, that's, um, important to prepare for <laughs> maybe leave for the weekend or something. Right. Right. I, I tell, I, you know, I set expectations accordingly, right. um, but the average home in DC, I ask this question every week and people will give me numbers ranging from, you know, 20 to 40 days. It's nine days. Wow. Nine days in DC, you know, That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we kind of already touched on sort of the current market and what, what it, you know, what it's like. Um, how would I know when the best time to buy or sell would be? That is a very good question. Um, so my father called me up the other day and he said, you know, that home that you lived in, you know, all growing up for, for 20 years. Yeah. We just paid off the mortgage. I was like, dad, that's what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, what was the interest rate um, when you purchased the home in 1992? He said eight and a half percent. Wow. Um, which is uh, almost unbelievable. And Several years before that, in the in the eighties, it was double digits, right? It peaked, I think, at about sixteen percent. So, you know, it's about the bigger picture and putting this into perspective. Uh, interest rates are at a record low, and they were before the pandemic, and now that that's just exacerbated the situation. So, there's there's a, a simple metric uh, that a lot of real estate professionals use to determine if it's a good time to buy a home. Uh, it's called payment to principal. And it just, it's basically your first payment, what percentage of of that payment goes back into your pocket towards your net worth? Um, You know, and 15, 20 years ago, that number would have been close to 7%, but now it's 40%. Wow. Because interest rates have dipped below uh, 3%. So it's, uh, you know, the best time, maybe in modern history to buy. Mm -hmm. I can't, I don't have a crystal ball, so I can't say if that's going to continue. But I think if you're even, you know, mildly motivated to explore the options that you have in front of you, go for it. And I'm a numbers guy, Lexi. I mean, like to me, it's all about what your payment's going to be, how much money I can save you at the end of the day. Um, And if you're renting right now, and I'm sure there's a ton of people who are, and you're paying around $2,000 a month, that translates to approximately $400,000 in a purchase price um, you know, uh, for a home. And that, that's a townhome or single family in, in nearby Maryland. You know, it's a, it's a two-level condo in the District of Columbia. Um, so, you know, I, I think you have to look at it that way and just strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. It's definitely, like you said, if you have any sort of inclining to at least explore it, do it. Because I think a lot, a lot of people would find a lot of value there. Yeah. Um, so with all of these moving pieces um, in real estate, what would you say your favorite thing about this industry and about what you do is? Yes, a- absolutely. So, you know, I look at this um, year by year and 2020 was defined, I guess, by media as the year of coronavirus. 
I don't see it that way. I see it as the year that we took ownership of our future. And I had the great privilege of helping 40 first time home buyers purchase their first home in DC, Maryland, and Virginia. And to see young people, um, especially, build wealth and create some semblance of financial freedom um, for the first time in their lives, there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And the stories uh, that I've been able to tell, everyone from you know immigrants from Croatia to single mothers uh, with three children, um, you know, to uh, PhD students uh, at Georgetown University, they've all been able to do it. And it's incredible on, on any budget, uh, getting into a, a beautiful home. Um, and that to me has, has given me tremendous pleasure, you know, knowing that I'm putting, uh, giving them a platform to live a much better life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can feel that passion there. I love that. Um, let's talk about a really challenging time for you and how you overcame it. And this could be professionally or even personally. That's, that's great. Um, how long do we have now? Yeah. So, um, starting your career in real estate, right. Um, it took me six months of, of working every day of the week, um, to get something under contract to sell a home, right? And I remember that day, March 15th, 2020, mm. uh, when I got this gorgeous townhome uh, in DC under contract with a first time home buyer. And um, the next week, I put another condo uh, you know, for, uh, under contract. And uh, the third week, um, I did the same. And um, you know, our team leader, who I told you about, he gave me a call and he essentially said, Do you know what's happening? I said, I, No. He said, this is momentum. And I was like, what? And it was, it would blew my mind that those six months, what was building up was, you know, this, this level of confidence and knowledge about the market and real momentum. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of what I do is mentor people who want to get into real estate, who want to become real estate professionals and make this their career. Um, and I know that feeling and, and want to just share that if you can pound the pavement, you know, for four five or six months, the momentum is there, it will carry, uh, and you're going to be a really happy person, um, you know, without going into too much detail, uh, for all those folks who are working nine to fives with, with fixed, you know, incomes, um, that's not going to be the case for you here. You know, you're, you're going to be in a place that where you're really proud of what you're doing. And, um, as long as you stay humble, you're going to be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, um, I think with anything, you know, when it's something new, the first few, however, whether it's days, months, years, even is, is building up that momentum is so important to just keep at it. You know, like you said, pounding the pavement day after day and just having the, um, trust in yourself in the process that, you know, eventually the momentum will build up and you'll be able to be successful with it. Amen. And, and the other thing is to, uh, embrace uncertainty in life in general and believe in the impossible. Um, there were situations that I've been put in this year that are just absurd because of the nature of the market. And um, you know, there's a home in Bowie, which is a really cool neighborhood in Maryland. Um, and uh, you know, by the time we got there, there were bodies coming in and out. Uh, it was like the premiere of the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I looked at the, my the, my clients, my buyers, and. I was like, guys, this is going to be a challenge, you know? So I got on the phone with a listing agent and, and, you know, I, I schmooze, that's what I do all day. And, and they said to me, um, look, there's, there are 40 offers on the table. So 40, 
I've never heard of anything like that in my life. Um, and I said, okay, well, we're going to put our best foot forward and we're going to get in there, put on some boxing gloves and, you know, put on a Figure good fight. And um, we, we, you know, I was very creative in the way that I structured this contract and also, you know, like held the hand of these buyers because they don't, you know, this is new for them. And um, the next day after we submitted, um, they said we were in the top five, which was crazy. Um, you know, and then a few hours later, top three, mm. um, they presented us with a counter offer and, uh, we ended up beating 41 other offers. Wow. So, and these, these folks have the story to tell. Um, so I, I think it's, it, it is about believing and, um, you know, defying reality, mm-hmm. uh, and knowing that your hard work is going to yeah. pay off. Yeah. Congratulations on that. That's a huge win. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> uh, what would you say your biggest life achievement is something that you're really proud of or passionate about? Yeah, that, you know, that's a really good thing. Um, so uh, before I graduated college, I, um, I helped found a fraternity, which was really great. Um, okay. And I, I was never part of something like that. Um, you know, never thought that that was my scene. Um, but I was really involved uh, in the Jewish community um, in DC um, and had a, a bunch of buddies and uh, we, we came together and, and came up with this idea to, to start a fraternity, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we, we focused on a lot of, I think, important things. Um, we were, you know, fighting against um, campus sexual assault and we were, we were helping uh, bridge the divide between different, uh, you know, religious groups on campus. And um, we had 13 people that we recruited in, in 2014, 2015. And apparently today they're 33 strong. Wow. So, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And they're, they're much more put together than we were. Uh, <laughs> so. But hey, you were, you were there from the beginning to uh, make it all possible. So. Right. It was, it was the genesis and kind of uh, planting the seeds there. And um you know, very proud. And, and I, I've, I've since had the chance to go to, to an international convention and uh, network with some of those folks there. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny, every now and then you meet someone and they, they throw out that handshake and you know that you were part of the same uh, crew. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, tell me something that most people don't know about you. Any yes. hobbies or any other fun facts? Yeah, I'm a huge foodie. Like, okay. Um, What's your favorite restaurant in DC? Oh my gosh. So I, I'll tell you this. Um, there's a spot that I think every person should go to and there's actually outdoor seating there. So you could probably hit it up now. Uh, it's called Culotta shop. Okay. You heard of it? heard of it. I haven't. Okay. So it's Cuban food. Okay. And there's two spots. One of them is in, uh, on the wharf in the waterfront. Okay. Uh, in one of those alleys. And, um, the, first of all, the Cuban sandwich is out of, out of this world. Mm. Um, and I knew nothing about that life, uh, until recently. And then, um, yeah, their, their, their drinks, if, if that's something, uh, that, that you like, um, all their margs and, and, uh, the Cuban jungle is the go-to okay. I think, uh, for them, but it, it's a really great spot. Um, one of many, you can do brunch there. And, um, I try to gather up as many friends who are willing to venture out, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not this time of the year. It's, it's a little chilly. But um, in general, what I try to do, especially with real estate, is you know recommend restaurants in each part of the city. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you know when people are skeptical, I'm like, all right, before we ever see this house, let's go out and get a bite to eat. You know, I'm going to show you what it's all about, um, and you know that that seals the deal. Yeah, 
I think that's awesome too, because real estate and food, a lot of times go hand in hand because they're very universal. Like everyone is interested in real estate. Everyone likes food and always likes a good recommendation of a local spot. So that's great. Well said. Uh, How would you, are you currently reading any books, listen to any podcasts, or how do you generally like to gain new knowledge? Yes. Um, so, uh, call me crazy. I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. (laughs) Um, I love watching his podcast and just, you know, bringing on people. I like when you can have a a table full of people who disagree with each other Mm -hmm. and who can share ideas in a way that, you know, enlightens and enriches the conversation. I think humor is so important. And so I like a good belly laugh, uh, Mm -hmm. from time to time. Um, I'm also a really big history buff and, um, Everyone who knows me knows that I'm the optimist in chief. I'm a really positive person in terms of the way I, I, you know, my outlook on life. And um, I actually recently read a book called uh, The Soul of America by John Meacham. Um, It's a, it's a, you know, really good read. And it teaches us about, you know, all the mistakes that we, we have made, but also um, the triumphs and the accomplishments that we've had as a country um, and in recent history when we all come together. And I think the main lesson that uh, they, they portray in, in several of these books is that we are the greatest when we invest in ourselves, right? And, and that is a mantra that I, I truly, uh, you know, take to heart. Um, and I think that in, in the future, if we, if we really pour some energy into giving people a chance to shine and, and live the lives that they wanna live, um, they're generally gonna make really good choices and, and we're going to be really proud of the endeavors that we take on. Um, and, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, the next chapter and, and mm-hmm. seeing where we go. That's awesome. I love that. And where do you, um, on that note, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Yes. Wow. What a question. Big thing. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, you know, I can definitely see myself, um, you know, building a team of people who want to help first time home buyers uh, get their lives off the ground. Um, and I'm already in the process of, of interviewing a few folks out there who, who have that energy, um, you know, and, and feel the vibe um, and, and want to, you know, impact the lives of people in a way that's really challenging to do elsewhere. Um, the other thing is, and I don't know if I'll ever have the chance to do it, but if I do have the privilege, I'd like to promote, you know, a national down payment assistance program. Mm. Um, I've seen what it does in DC, Maryland, and Virginia, because there's sister programs um, in, in all three areas. But I, I, you know, I just think about before I, I go to sleep, like imagine if that was streamlined and available to all parts of the country, you know, from the Rust Belt, uh, you know, to the West Coast, um, to, to uh, the heartland. Um, and just the, the transformation that that would have, um, in giving people a chance to, to build some wealth and, and financial stability. Um, and, you know, I, I've, I've had some talks with some local legislature, le- legislators, and we'll see if that comes to fruition, mm-hmm. but um, I, I'd very much like to uh, promote this uh, nationwide. I love that. And let's say that I'm your next prospective client. Why yes. should I call you? That's a really good question. Um, well, I think the first thing is if you want an unparalleled experience as a first time home buyer, um, you know, this is something that I take great pride in. So my parents think I'm crazy uh, because I work seven days a week, <laughs> but I do because I think it's important to have that connection with someone who's doing this 
uh, for the very first time uh, and, and making sure that you know they want to do it again. Mm-hmm. My goal is to help people build uh, investment portfolios. And if they had a great experience the first time around, um, you know, and they felt like they barely had to lift a finger, um, you know, that, that speaks volumes. Um, because to me, it's about long-term, you know, really great working relationships. The other thing I would say is that if you're looking to win in a competitive market, um, that's something that I'm particularly adept at. Um, and, you know, I get aggressive. I'm from New York. It's, it's in my blood. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think um, that that makes all the difference. Um, I tell everyone that I work with, I don't want you to fall in love multiple times. I want you to get into something that you truly can see yourself living in, even if it's not your forever home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 uh, write a strong offer that gets accepted by the seller and, you know, uh, um, be, um, just go off into the sunset. That's truly the mission right there. And, you know, although it's a case by case basis, more often than not, I'm able to make it happen. Yeah. That's awesome. And tell us, um, how we can best reach you phone number, email, are you on social media or what's yes. the best way to contact you? All of the above. So, you know, feel free uh, to shoot me a quick text or a call. My cell phone is 631-356-4276. My email address is lee at engarcia.com. And I think the most exciting thing here is that I am launching an Instagram profile next week. Um, The the tag is uh, Thrill Estate with three L's. Um, so check it out. We're going to be showcasing some of the uh, great stories of people who have purchased a home over the last year. And uh, maybe that will get the wheels turning. Awesome. Thank you so much, Lee. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. It was a real pl- pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow ProTech Inspection Services on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn.